Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. of ice and fire. Hello there listeners, it's time for another quiz of ice and fire. I'm your host, Lady Guinevere. And I'm also your host, I'm Yoke Boy and we are Radio Westeros. Usually we do detailed analysis of A Song of Ice and Fire, but the kindness of our patrons has unlocked this bonus quiz feature. And by bonus, we mean there's no charge for patrons. This is a freebie bonus quiz just for some fun. And we do pick and choose questions that might remind you about book details, both important and trivial, that you may have missed or forgotten. Okay, and if you're keeping score today, it might be a good idea to get a pen and paper handy now. There are 17 questions, and today's topic is Legends of the North. Yeah, corresponding with our episode 34, we have 17 questions on northern lore to test you on. From tales from the long night, to scary stuff from the night fort, to proud legends of the free folk, today we have it all. How many can you score? And remember, we do enjoy you shouting out your scores to us across social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, and so on. So let us know how you do. Okay, so let's begin with question one. During the long night, a legendary northern figure called the Last Hero tried to save humanity in its war with the others by finding the Children of the Forest. He set out with his companions, horse and dog on his quest. Our question is, how many human companions set off with him? Okay, so how many human companions were with the Last Hero? Now, question two. An early member of the Night's Watch fell in love with a suspiciously blue-eyed woman and soon had his own black brothers in thrall. He's known as the Night's King, and we want to know, how many years does old Nan think the Night's King and his queen ruled at the Night Fort? Yeah, so how many years does old Nan think the Night's King ruled with his queen at the Night Fort there? And on to question three. Simeon Star-Eyes was known for the sapphires he allegedly put in his empty eye sockets, according to legend. It seems he was also a competent fighter. So we ask, what weapon did Simeon seem to be master of? 
Okay, so the weapon Simeon Star Eyes was known to be the master of. What was it? And on to question four, which is about the Prentice Boys, who, so it is told, saw a monster at the night fort. Within the year, they all had died or went mad, and a hundred years later, they were seen shambling along behind it. We want to know, what is the name given to this monster? Yes, so, what was the monster associated with those Prentice Boys? Okay, on to question five. There was once a Night's Watch Mad Axeman called Mad Axe who struck at night. He moved in silence apart from what sound? Okay, so what is the sound that accompanies Mad Axe? And now question six. The rat cook served up a slice of pie containing the king's son to the king himself. What was this king's immediate reaction after eating the slice of pie? Yeah, so the king eats this pie, and what does he do straight away afterwards? And on to question seven. On the subject of kings at the night fort, which king is old and is said to have called a curse upon the Andals from the castle? This is one of the more enigmatic of northern legends. Okay, what is the name of the king of old who called down a curse upon the Andals from the night fort? Now, question eight is which Night's Watch recruit's ghost is, according to some, still walking the night fort? This legend is said to come along with a very sad song. Yes, so a sad song and a member of the Night's Watch whose ghost still haunts the night fort. Who are we talking about here? And on to question nine. In the time after the wall was erected, who was the first king beyond the wall? All right, so the first king beyond the wall. Question 10. When John and Egret are in the cave, the night's watchman hears dripping water. However, Egret, who's telling a legendary tale, says the sound is someone's descendants. Whose descendants are Egret referring to? Yes, someone's descendants are making a noise that sounds just like dripping water in the cave with John and Egret there. So whose children are we talking about? And on to question 11. In A Game of Thrones, Mance infiltrated Winterfell, a move seemingly inspired by free folk legend Bale the Bard. Bale climbed the wall and headed to the Stark home under the name Sigeric. This name has a pertinent and specific meaning in the old tongue. So our question is, what does Sigeric translate to? That's right. How good is your memory of the old tongue? What does Sigeric mean in the old tongue? Question 12. Another one on Bale the Bard. Legend has it that Bale took the Lord of Winterfell's daughter from right under his nose. We want to know, what did Bale leave upon the pillow in her bedchambers in place of her? Yes, so Bale took the Stark daughter but left something behind. What was it? And on to question 13. Lord Commander Jack Musgood of the Night's Watch 
was given the nickname Jolly Jack. After a wildling invasion that saw a Stark of Winterfell slain, he was forever known then by which new moniker? Okay, so what was the name that Jack Musgood was known by forever after that wildling invasion? In question 14, also about wildling raiders, there's one man, a wildling raider, who tried to dig his way straight through the wall. Men of the Night Fort blocked him in, and Dolores Edge says you can still hear him digging. What is the name of the digger in this tale? Yeah, that's it. Someone who tried to just dig straight through the wall. Can you name him? And on to question 15. And there are more people who are eternally trapped in the wall, according to legend. The 79 sentinels were placed in the wall after deserting their night's watch vows. We want to know who it was that supposedly turned them in and later took the black to share a watch as one of the sentinels was in fact his son. So who was it who turned them in? Okay, we're looking for the identity of the person who turned in the 79 Sentinels. And now question 16. In the very first pages of Game of Thrones, we're told that the Weirwood in the Winterfell Godswood witnessed the laying of the first stone in the building of the Great Castle. Who was it that was supposed to have laid that stone? Yeah, which legendary figure supposedly laid the first stone of the building of Winterfell? And on to question 17, the final question. Unlike the reader, Tyrion is rather sceptical of the existence of any monsters up beyond the wall, as he tells Jon. In jest, Tyrion compares such northern legends to what two mythical creatures? And because there's two, there's half a point to each. Okay, so what two mythical creatures does Tyrion rather scornfully tell Jon about? And that was the last question, and we'll be back with the answers right after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
and welcome back. Now we're going to go through the answers to these 17 questions about the legends of the North. Question one had to do with the Long Night and a legendary Northern figure called the Last Hero who tried to save humanity in its war with the others. He set out with his companions, a horse and a dog, upon this quest. And our question was, how many human companions set off with him? And the answer is 12. Yeah, that's it, 12. So with him, it was 13 people trying to end the long night. And here's the quote. So as cold and death filled the earth, the last hero determined to seek out the children in the hopes that their ancient magics could win back what the armies of men had lost. He set out into the deadlands with a sword, a horse, a dog, and a dozen companions. For years he searched, until he despaired of ever finding the children of forest in their cities. One by one, his friends died, and his horse, and finally, even his dog. Okay, so the answer 12 there. And question 2 was about the Night's Watch commander who fell in love with a suspiciously blue-eyed woman. He declared himself king and her as queen and together they ruled the night fort. Our question was, for how many years are they supposed to have ruled? And the answer is 13 years. Yeah, 13 years. And here's the passage telling about their tale. For 13 years they had ruled Night's King and his corpse queen, till finally the Stark of Winterfell and Joramon of the Wildlings had joined to free the Watch from bondage. After his fall, when it was found he had been sacrificing to the others, all records of the Night's King had been destroyed, his very name forbidden. Okay, now on to question three. Simeon Star-Eyes, who was known for the sapphires he allegedly put into his empty eye sockets, was also known to be a rather competent fighter. Our question was, what was the weapon he was known to have used? The answer is, a staff with blades at either end. And we will also take staff. Yeah, that's the answer. The staff with a blade either side, so two blades, but we'll take staff or anything similar. And here's a quote. There was a knight once who couldn't see. Old Nan told me about him. He had a long staff with blades at both ends and he could spin it in his hands and chop two men at once. So there's Bran thinking about Simeon Star-Eyes. And on to question four. This was about the Prentice Boys. And our question was, which monster is said to have haunted the Prentice Boys with them seen shambling behind it a hundred years after? And the answer is, the thing that came in the night. Yeah, the thing that came in the night. And we have a passage telling that rather scary story. Prentice boys all saw it, old Nan said, but afterward, when they told their lord commander, every description had been different, and three died within the year, and the fourth went mad, and a hundred years later, when the thing had come again, the Prentice boys were seen shambling along behind it, all in chains. All right, and now the answer to question five, which was about the Night's Watch Axeman, who was called Maddox, who came in the night as well. 
He moved in silence apart from what sound? And the answer was the sound of dripping blood. Yeah, dripping blood is the answer. And here's a quote. He remembered what old Nan had said of Mad Axe, how he took his boots off and prowled the castle halls barefoot in the dark, with never a sound to tell you where he was, except for the drops of blood that fell from his axe and his elbows. So this is a, an especially scary story for a young boy when you're close to the wall with all those dripping sounds. And you're thinking of Mad Axe and his dripping blood from his axe there. And on to question six. This one was about the rat cook who served a slice of pie containing the king's son to the king. We wanted to know what was the king's immediate reaction after eating this pie. And the answer is, and we're accepting, he asked for more or praised the taste or asked for seconds or anything similar because that is what the king did. Yes, he did. Here is the passage. The rat cook had cooked the son of the Andel king in a big pie with onions, carrots, mushrooms, lots of pepper and salt, a rasher of bacon, and a dark red Dornish wine. Then he served him to his father, who praised the taste and had a second slice. Okay, now, question seven had to do with a king of old who is said to have called the curse down upon the Andals from the night fort. This is one of the more difficult questions here. Because this king is only mentioned this one time. His name was King Sherret. Yeah, King Sherret. How many of you got this difficult question? Here's the quote. This was the castle where King Sherret had called down his curse on the Andals of old. Who knows what that curse was? But of course, we did have some speculation in our episode on Legends of the North. And now for the answer to question eight, which is about a Night's Watch recruit whose ghost allegedly is still walks the night fort and is also said to be the focus of a sad song. And the answer is Brave Danny Flint. Yeah, here's John and Tormund talking about Brave Danny Flint as John explains why he sent the female wildling hostages to Longbarrow with Dolores Ed. Did Mance ever sing of Brave Danny Flint? Not as I recall. Who was he? A girl who dressed up like a boy to take the black. Her song is sad and pretty. What happened to her wasn't. In some versions of the song, her ghost still walked the night for it. And in question nine, we wanted to know who was the first king beyond the wall? And the answer is Joramon. Yeah, King Joramon from Beyond the Wall, a legendary figure. And he, of course, helped to take down the Knights King with Brandon the Breaker on the other side of the wall in what seems to be a kind of pincer movement to bring down the corrupt Night's Watch King. And on to question 10. When John and Egret are in the cave, they hear dripping water, and Egret has a little story about what the dripping really is. It's someone's descendants, and we asked whose. And the answer is Gendel's children. Yeah, Gendel's children. Here's a passage. All John could hear was the falling water and the faint crackle of flames. This way under the wall was lost as well. 
Some have searched for it. Them that go too deep find Gendel's children, and Gendel's children are always hungry. So, yet more allusions to cannibalism and stories that seem specifically designed to scare the children. Now, question 11. In Game of Thrones, Mance had infiltrated Winterfell, which seemed to have been inspired by the legend of Bale the Bard. Bale had gone to Winterfell using the name Sigaric, and we noted that that had a specific meaning in the Old Tongue and wanted to know what was the translation. And Sigaric in the Old Tongue means deceiver. So a very cheeky maneuver from Bale the Bard there. It's no surprise that Mance holds him in such high regard. And here's the quote. So Bale scaled the wall, skipped down the King's Road, and walked into Winterfell one winter's night with harp in hand, naming himself Sigaric of Skagos. Sigaric means deceiver in the old tongue that the first men spoke and the giants still speak. So there you go, deceiver. And on to question 12. And this one is another about Bale who took the Stark daughter down to the crypts. No one knew where she was, but Bale had left one item on her pillow in her bedchambers in place of her. And what was that item? It was a blue winter rose. Yeah, that's right, a blue winter rose. And here's Egret telling John that story. Now, as it happened, the winter roses had only then come into bloom, and no flower is so rare nor precious. So the Stark sent to his glass gardens and commanded that the most beautiful of the winter roses be plucked for the singer's payment. And so it was done, but when morning come, the singer had vanished, and so had Lord Brandon's maiden daughter. Her bed they found empty, but for the pale blue rose that Bale had left on the pillow where her head had lain. And that's just one of several connections of the Blue Winter Rose with the Daughter of Winterfell. And now on to question 13. Had to do with Lord Commander Jack Musgood of the Night's Watch, who was called Jolly Jack. Until a wildling invasion led to the Stark of Winterfell being slain, after which he was forever known by which nickname? And the answer is Sleepy Jack Musgood. Yes, Sleepy Jack, and I can remember in A Dance with Dragons, John as Lord Commander hopes that he will never be known as Sleepy John. Anyway, here's the Sleepy Jack quote. Jack Musgood had been the Lord Commander in those days. Jolly Jack, he was called, before Redbeard came down upon the north. Sleepy Jack forever after. So the Night's Watch not doing their job in protecting the realm on that occasion, and that's why he gets the moniker Sleepy Jack. And on to question number 14. This was about the Wildling Raider, who rather directly just tried to dig straight through the wall. And we asked, what was this audacious Wildling's name? And the answer is, Arson Isaacs. Yeah, Arson Isaacs, who was rather bold in his approach at getting through the wall, although the way the watch chose to deal with him was rather disturbingly simple. Here's a quote. Arson Isaacs had been halfway through the wall when his tunnel was found by rangers from the night fort. 
They did not trouble to disturb him at his digging, only sealed the way behind with ice and stone and snow. Dolores Ed used to say that if you pressed your ear flat to the wall, you could still hear Arson chipping away with his axe. And question 15 had to do with yet more people who were eternally trapped inside the wall. The 79 sentinels who were placed in the wall facing north after deserting the Night's Watch. And we wanted to know who it was who supposedly turned them in and then took the black to share their watch as one of those sentinels was his son. And the answer is Lord Riswell. Yeah, Lord Riswell, it's a great twist at the end of this legend that we find out that one of these guys was in fact his son. It says, years later, when Lord Riswell was old and dying, he had himself carried to the night fort so he could take the black and stand beside his son. He sent him back to the wall for honour's sake, but he loved him still, and so he came to share his watch. So the theme of love against honour cropping up there, and it gives great weight to this legend. And on to question 16, which was about early on in A Game of Thrones, we find out that the Weirwoods at Winterfell had witnessed the laying of the first of Winterfell stones in the building of this monumental fortress and castle, So who is supposed to have laid that stone? And this is a legendary figure credited with starting the Stark line. And we're talking, of course, of Brandon the Builder. Yeah, Brandon the Builder, if you can believe it. And he's credited with many other things besides. And here's the passage about Winterfell. The weirwood's bark was as white as bone, its leaves dark red like a thousand blood-stained hands. A face had been carved in the trunk of the great tree, its features long and melancholy, the deep-cut eyes red with dried sap and strangely watchful. They were old, those eyes, older than Winterfell itself. They had seen Brandon the Builder set the first stone if the tales were true. They had watched the castle's granite walls rise around them. And now, in question 17, we wanted to know who were the mythical creatures that Tyrion compared northern legends to in jest when talking to Jon about his mission as a Night's Watchman. There were two. We offered half a point for each. Grumpkins and Snarks. Yeah, Grumpkins and Snarks. That's what a lot of southerners think of those northern legends. But as readers, there's the dramatic irony that we know that the others exist and some of these legends are likely to be very true. And here's a quote from the conversation between John and Tyrion. The Night's Watch is a midden heap for all the misfits of the realm. I've seen you looking at Euron and his boys. Those are your new brothers, Jon Snow. How do you like them? Sullen peasants, debtors, poachers, rapers, thieves and bastards like you all wind up on the wall watching for grumpkins and snarks and all the other monsters your wet nurse warned you about. The good part is there are no grumpkins or snarks so it's scarcely dangerous work. 
The bad part is you freeze your balls off, but since you're not allowed to breed anyway, I don't suppose that matters. So talking of snarks, I think Tyrion's quite snarky in that passage and actually quite cruel to John, who's gearing up to give his life away at the wall. And anyway, that's the 17 questions for today's Northern Legends quiz. Why don't you see how many you got right and shout them out to us across our social media. We do read all of our messages, whether we can respond or not, but please tell us your scores. And we'll be back with a proper episode of Radio Westeros soon. And thanks so much for joining us today. We really hope that you enjoyed this quiz. We look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 